0: episode 278 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country.
1: And I am Ollie Spake and I'm coming from Dharawal country.
0: With your cicadas this week, Ollie.
1: That's right. Wouldn't have it any other way. Who have you got with you?
0: Uh, i got some budgies and some chihuahuas which have currently exited the room, but no doubt they will return any it Oh yes, on cue. <sighs>
1: Wow. And they say don't work with animals.
0: <laughs> it's Bambi.
1: Hello, Wandering Bambi. We've in. missed you.
0: <laughs> but I've spent some time this week, Ollie, considerable time doing my homework, my pod homework.
1: Yes, you have. You have. I've, I've had a sneak preview of the homework. It's, <laughs> it's impressive.
0: And I also want to say I resolve to not question pronunciation or ask uh, any questions. I think I've I've looked ahead, mm-hmm. and anything I wasn't sure of, I've done my research, so we should be good. There should be no indecisive, whining about, it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, fingers
1: crossed. Look, we are who we are, and uh, I'm always happy to apologise for my very poor pronunciation. Uh, I mean it with the utmost respect, but... I do appreciate that you've done some homework, Mel. That's certainly one better than me.
0: Well, I had to fill in some time over the weekend, Ollie, because there wasn't a lot of adventuring happening. Um, <laughs> when you just go five minutes to your local park run and uh, you're home, you know, promptly, mm. there's plenty of time for other things.
1: Ah, so that suggests that, uh, as as I think we saw, you uh, invested some time into building your. Um, was it Peel Ellis or Ellis Peel? Which way does it go?
0: I'm not actually sure. Oh. I'll have to refer that to the uh, adjudicator. Yes. But, yes, I was at home my 17th visit to Tool and Creek. But wonderful serendipity, I had a visitor. Oh. The lovely Lynn from Cobram Ooh. and her little grandson, Axel, messaged yep. me sort of evening, Friday evening, saying... Uh, hello, and uh, we're coming to get our tea tomorrow at Tool and Creek and just thought we'd let you know. And I went, well, matter of fact, I'm going to be there. <laughs> so that was great. We had a little frond going on.
1: You did. You did. And I trust Lynn and Axel both enjoyed the creek. I do believe they did, Yes. I did let them know
0: about Gnomeville at the end, at the turnaround point. But I I did have to rush off because I had another one of the reasons why I was running at home this week. Zoe had an appointment, um, Mm -hmm. a local Mm -hmm. appointment that I had to get her to, so I couldn't hang around. Sadly, afterwards, I couldn't do brunch or anything like that. Had to race off. I had to love them and leave them.
1: Well, great to have a mini frond at the creek and uh, well done on collecting the tea, Lynn.
0: And you also had some visitors again at at Shell Harbour. I was going to call it the harbour.
1: (laughs) The harbour. (laughs) I had a near home experience, that's right. Uh, So (laughs) the, the drive for me was possibly even closer and I was fortunate enough to, yeah, to be on the edge of another frond with some very familiar faces. So Sam and Luke joined us once again at Shell Harbour with Sam giving the first timers welcome to some very brave souls because once again the course was atrocious. Oh. Um yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. I feel sorry for them, especially Luke. Luke oh. Luke went over. He had a stack, didn't he? He did, he did. He says it was one of the, the most cushy stacks he's had. So I suppose there's a positive there in the in the longer grass in some sections.
0: Right. Oh. <laughs> but still
1: managed to PB. Well done, Luke.
0: Oh, he's gone from strength to strength.
1: Yeah, well and truly. So um yeah, it was a it was a big week for Luke and happy birthday once again to Luke. We once again had Beck Bailey and we had Paddy as well out on course.
0: Oh, Paddy O'Shimo.
1: Paddy O'Shimo, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We're
0: going to hear a little bit more from him later.
1: Yes, and Mel I don't often make a big brunch, but it was nice to enjoy a fairly lengthy brunch with some of the gang, at least at Odang afterwards. So thank you once again to everyone that uh, dragged me away. No kidnapping required. I was more than happy to, to come and enjoy and make the most of a park run morning, despite been at home. That was a real role reversal, wasn't it? Because I'm usually the brunch person. Yes. So you got to do the brunch this week. That's right. I guess we help out when we can, don't we, Mel? (laughs) Yeah, I got your back, Ollie. Thank you. Thank you.
0: While we're speaking about Beck Bailey, we should mention that um, after last week's pod where we actually requested that we would have liked a photo of Dar Jeffricorn, Mm. as it is known, uh, Beck sent a link in our pod post or in something. Yeah, the pod post it was. Yes. The Jeffricorn's got a Facebook page.
1: How about that? So, I mean, the answers we were asking for, they were answered.
0: They were. Yeah, put it out there to the universe.
1: That's right. And uh, should we share some of that information, Mel? I think so. Okay.
0: Otherwise, all my homework was for nothing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How about I read? Okay. Okay. So, the Jeffricorn is a previously mythical creature born in the depths of time in a secretive part of the forests of Ireland. Escaping from home in the imagination of a travelling Borchildana, which is a bad boy or naughty boy, he arrived in New Zealand to make his presence known in 1960 AD, wandering along the shaky isles many times until finally settling on an equally mythical place to reside. De Jeffricorn appeared to the residents of Pegasus Town a short number of years ago. It is generally believed that the jigfer limits his appearances anywhere to just Le podrig celebrated on march 17th it is possible given the nature of leprechauns everywhere that he could be coaxed out of hiding on other occasions and once again i apologize for that pronunciation
0: no, 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 no. don't apologize just own it Holly. own it <laughs> yeah. but thank you Beck. yes now we know more about the Jeffricorn.
1: The Jeffricorn, yes. Pegasus Town. So, yes,
0: local legend. So, jump over to his Facebook post to see, see if a collection of photos of uh, his antics.
1: Plenty of time to prepare for next year's celebrations.
0: Hmm. Hmm. But it's been busy in parkrun world in in the last little while, I guess. It hasn't all happened in the last week, Mm. but I thought we haven't really brought it up before. There's some events that are coming back. There's some events changing. There's some events that are being put on hold mm. or hanging up their...
1: hanging up their flags.
0: Yeah, I was. What was I? I was? I was thinking stopwatches, but that's not really relevant anymore. Kind of have it a visual about hanging up a stopwatch, but not an app.
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: Firstly, it was announced on the twenty second of March. Pioneer Dairy is officially mothballed, closed, closed, mm. dead, buried. Although there does seem to be a bit of a public push, a bit of media. I believe uh, it was on Breakfast Radio last Friday. Yep. The uh, run director, Dr Gordon Spence, was speaking to Breakfast Host, giving the story, and I think they're getting a bit of a local push to get support for the event.
1: Yeah, and it's a familiar theme, isn't it, Mel? Uh, we've certainly seen it overseas, back in the UK. I haven't experienced it locally, or I can't think of any other experiences locally. In general. Siri's trying to help me out here <laughs> and, and chime in. <laughs> Always keeping me honest, Uh, (laughs) but uh, despite what Siri claims, uh, I do believe that, uh, yeah, this very much revolves around the matter of paying for use of the park.
0: That's right. Much like Little Stoke, that was the event in Mm. the UK, and I'm sure there's been more since... Um, But, yeah, a licensing fee, Ollie, uh, $200, which doesn't seem like a lot, but obviously that's not something that uh, we can set a precedence with.
1: Well, that's right. And certainly as the announcement from the team said, uh, just to quote a part of it, you know, as the motto goes, Parkrun is free for everyone forever. And, you know, that success is due to the fact it costs nothing. That's what makes it sustainable, possible and, and accessible to everyone.
0: So hopefully they can maybe get a bit of backing And maybe down the track, that decision can be overturned. They can get a waiver. But, yeah, at this point, sadly, for that community, uh, Pioneer Dairy closed.
1: Yes, we'll follow it. And, of course, be keen to share any updates and to lend our support wherever possible.
0: Moo Moo and Milkshake, they're going to have to find a new home.
1: Yes, well, always welcome. Down the coast.
0: But in better news, Ollie, a Victorian event, Lance Field, returned last Saturday for their event 107 with 16 people. That was an event that we thought perhaps was also going to be mothballed that wouldn't have the opportunity to come back. Its last event was the 15th of May in 2021.
1: A long bores, yes.
0: But a... Uh, Happy return for 16 people down at Lancefield last Saturday.
1: Yeah, that's great news. And I mean, continuing that positive news, seeing the update that Ginderbine is coming back in slightly different attire as Ginderbine Sport and Recreation Park Run. Yep. So, uh, for those that haven't seen the ongoing and extensive flooding of Lake Ginderbine, has really been the key issue there, and they've needed to seek that new course. They expect to return to the course by the lake at some point but will be on the new sport and recreation course throughout winter at least. Uh, and it's still unclear, I understand, Mel, uh, thanks to your homework, <laughs> whether the event will be a brand new event or continue its identity.
0: I guess you can relate to that with what happened with Shell Harbour.
1: Mm, mm, mm. That's exactly right. I mean, we changed our course, as a number of park runs do. In our case, starting and finishing in the same location was, uh, was the reason to keep the identity. But, yeah, this this one sounds maybe a little different.
0: mm. But we've also got news from Bowerall Park Run that it is on ice. No, that's wrong, isn't it, Ollie?
1: Oh, sorry. (laughs) That Bowerall Park Run itself is on ice, but the news is this week that they're returning as an alternative park run. Right. Yes.
0: The Southern Highlands Botanical Gardens Park Run. Do you know much about that one?
1: Yeah, so following that one, that's only... Fairly recent in in our news once again, but the the course itself had suffered from the weather impacts. Uh, So they do have a section on grass and even last year had some significant puddling around there and some issues in maintaining that course as well have really compounded it. So um, whilst I had thought that they hadn't returned since the pause, uh, I do believe they were able to have one or two events but it's started back into into pause status. But the great news is that they will be returning as this this new parkrun locally, so giving a parkrun presence in the New South Wales Southern Highlands there on May 14th.
0: Excellent. Good news.
1: Yeah. So good work to a lot of people there. You know, even, even on the, the news of, of closures, there's a lot of people putting in a lot of effort there, and we appreciate it, as do all of the parkrun community. Speaking of effort, Mel... hmm I think you'd noticed this level of effort um, and the number five jumps to mind. Uh, Someone else has put in a lot of effort recently.
0: Oh, really?
1: (laughs) Our podcasting friend.
0: Oh, yes. Our kin. Yes. Our kin in
1: Parkrun podcast world. Very
0: subtle. Very (laughs) subtle. (laughs) Thank you, Ollie. Yes, we wanted to give a big shout out to Nicola, Nicola Forward from With Me Now for her five marathons in five days. Well done, Nicola. That is huge. And it was it was raising money for charity as well. So great causes there. And uh, yeah, well done, Nicola. Amazing. Incredible. Yes.
1: I hope you've had a good rest now. Um, big <laughs> haroos to the team there and uh, keep up the good work. But Mel, I suppose it's time to It's time to listen to a roving report, shall we? Yes. So uh, we have one roving report for you this week, so let's have a listen.
2: Good morning Parkrunners, it's Tracy in a tutu and I've arrived at Noosa Parkrun. What am I doing here today? Well, I'm not running it, which is a bit of a shame because it's an event I haven't done yet, but I'm actually here to uh, volunteer as barcode scam. I've got a big event on this afternoon, so we're just resting the legs this morning and just helping at the local parkrun. Now we've uh, we found it, it's at Tawonton State School, we see the parkrun flags, which is awesome, and we've checked in, so let's go find someone we can talk to. Okay, I'm here at the finish line. I found Tony. Hi, Tony. How are you?
3: I'm excellent, thank you. Apart from I'm not running at the moment.
2: Oh, why are you not running? Uh, Okay, Tony's gesturing (laughs) to his ankle, which looks fairly well strapped. Oh, dear. It looks like an injury there. Well, thank you for volunteering today, Tony. Uh, Is this your home park run?
3: Yes, yes.
2: Uh, Excellent. And uh, how long have you been coming here?
3: Well started park run in the uk Ooh. um in 2011 um and we actually started a park run in, in the uk Ooh. um we, we went first of all went to swindon uh, yeah. where they had a park run and uh, i came back to the village that we were living in saying mm. this is great come and come and join us they came mm. and joined me and said yeah but it's 40 miles to drive to go and do the park run mm. so let's start one here so mm. we uh, we started one in uh, Southwick Park in uh, in Trowbridge, yeah. uh, in 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 England,
4: yeah. and then
3: I left there very shortly after having set it up and, and got got it going. Came to the sunny coast here, and at the time there was no park runs at all. Right, uh, and shortly after that, uh, Kawana started, yeah. and uh, of course I was down there for the first mm. event at Kawana, and I used to go to Kawana, and then Noosa started up, so Noosa's became the. Become my oh, park home run because right. we live closer to here than we do to uh, to Kawana.
2: So, what's your stats like? How many park runs have you done?
3: Three hundred and sixty or so.
2: Mm, impressive. Um, um And volunteer stats?
3: Uh, somewhere in about the seventy mark, I think. Oh, awesome. Good um, on you. Uh, and tourism as well. Yes. Um, right into the tourism. Yeah, 85 different events so, oh well, so.
2: that's great and, yeah. and tell me then uh, a common question on the uh, podcast is what's your top three park runs
3: Marimbula is is one of them yes. um Brightwater if I want a fast time but uh, third one uh, although this is this is uh, um, oh you can't mention your home park run home park run um probably uh the one in edinburgh um hmm. yeah it was al- along the along the the seafront but the, mm-hmm. the day we did it it was mm. icy mm. really icy all the whole way and okay. i was slipping and sliding but other than that it looked like a really good good right. run right.
2: and mm. what was the name of the park run in england you started Can
3: uh, ask you? southwick 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 okay. country okay so park, for right.
2: our uk listeners that we've got turning from uh, Southwick here okay awesome all right well thank you for that Tony um, good chatting with you and um, we'll be on the lookout for some finishes to come through
3: shouldn't be too long
2: Thanks. down Sarah reluctantly <laughs> who's the uh, RD today morning Sarah how are you hello how are you I'm, I'm great <laughs> that's
5: good Sarah for our listeners where is Noosa Noosa is a small group of towns sort of collectively known as Noosa and we're about an hour and a half north of Brisbane On the Sunshine Coast. Queensland, Australia. Queensland, yes. (laughs) Excellent. And can you tell me about this course? Our course here is an out and return course, so you kind of do it twice. We run on a concrete path through some really beautiful bush. Uh, It's always nice and shady, which is uh, quite a quite a unique part of a park run in this part of Queensland. They're often very, very sun exposed. Mm. And we run along a little trail that takes us towards the edge of a lake and then back again. (laughs) And it's on a slight hill and we have little up and down creek hills along the way. And it also is quite twisty and turny. But everyone seems to love it. Awesome. And have you been doing this for a while? Yes, this parkrun started in July 2014, so we're coming up to eight years, Wow! which has really flown. Um, Yes, we have a fabulous community here, and what we love about this parkrun most is that it always has a lot of visitors from Mm. all over Australia and Mm. other parts of the world. So, sadly, over the last couple of years, we've had fewer of those, but Mm. um, now they're starting to come back, which is really nice. Yes, awesome. Lovely. Thanks for talking with me. I'll let you go. Thank you, Sarah. Have a great day. All
2: right, it's Tracey tutu signing out from Noosa Park Run. I better go do some barcode scanning because we've got some people expected in within the next couple of minutes. All right, have a good day, everyone. See you on the B-side. Bye.
0: Another great report there from Tracy, coming to us from Noosa Park Run, and she was resting her legs, Ollie. Barcode scanning before the big event later in the day.
1: Yes, uh, another person out there uh, clocking up the k's. So well done, Tracy. Nice, uh, tidy little thirty k Noosa Ultra Trail.
0: Very impressive, Ollie. Our inbox.
1: You've got mail, yeah, and then some.
0: I know. Big surprise this week. Yeah, we have had multiple correspondence.
1: That's right. So, look, thank you to everyone for getting in touch. Mel, um, shall I read our first correspondence? Oh, I think you should. Okay. So, Chris and Karen Gore wrote to us saying, G'day, Mel and Ollie. Just a quick note to tell you about one of our West Australian parkrunners, Phil Gore, who, along with his wife, Gemma Gore, are event directors at Shipwreck Parkrun near Armidale in West Australia. This last weekend, Phil won the Hurdies Front Yard Ultra, He completed 50 laps of the 6.71 kilometre course, making a total distance of 335 kilometres in 50 hours. The Backyard Ultra format requires the runners to complete a lap of 6.71 kilometres every hour. The distance of 6.71 is set so that after 24 hours, the runners have covered 100 miles. Each lap starts on the hour, every hour, and the runners must be back at the start line before the next lap starts. The faster they complete the lap, the more time they get to take care of the necessities such as water, food and sleep before the next lap starts. The race continues until there is just one person left. When the second last person called the assist decides to pull out, the last person must complete one more lap. The assist is very important in helping the winner achieve their goals. The assist in this race was Shatan Sadana, also a parkrunner, who completed 49 laps. Phil has taken part in five races of this format. He finished as the assist in his first one in 2020 and has won the last four. He holds the Australian record for the backyard format with 51 laps set in August last year at Birdie's Backyard. Thanks for the podcast, Chris and Karen Gore from Bibber Lake Parkrun and Proud Parents.
0: Wow. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun. I know we've, we've heard some of the format and, and heard some of the experiences before, but i um, going to have to try it one day. It just, yeah, it blows me away.
0: I think it must have been Cam spoke to Phil.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: That might have been just after birdies.
1: Yeah, that's right. And to have won the last four, that's just astonishing.
0: They can certainly run those West Australians.
1: <laughs> that they can.
0: And nice to hear from Chris and Karen. As they said, proud parents, and thanks for letting us know all about Phil's achievement. Yes. We also heard from one of our regulars, Patty Oshimo, <laughs> who said, Hi, Mel and Ollie. I was chuffed to hear reference to my post in the podcast just released. This was the episode where had a St. Patrick's Day theme. It seems that I go by the names Patrick, Pat, Shimo, and now even Paddy. That last one is a new one, but I'll take it, especially around St. Patrick's Day. That nickname sounds fast. I'm sure it will bring me a PB. I also found myself shouting at my phone, (laughs) Shamrock, the word you're after is Shamrock. But you guys got there in the end. My apologies for not delivering any Strava art for some time now. I will come back to this, but it's all a matter of priorities, time, and planning. I will probably return to some Strava art in a couple of months' time. Thank you for all your podcasting. I always enjoy your work. Regards, Patty Oshimo.
1: <laughs> and thank you, Patty. I, I think bringing back the Strava uh, in a couple of months will be a, a fantastic little warm-up for streaky September. And we hit it. So uh, we do look forward to that. But uh, in the meantime, yeah, maybe the nickname will bring a PB. <laughs> and we also received some correspondence from Stephen and Jen. So... We did make mention last week about the Panorama Punish and it seems that uh, Stephen and Jen were listening. So they wrote and said, as we drive to Canberra during the week for work, we listen to the latest podcast. And lo and behold, the Panorama Punish got quite a mention. Thank you so much. It is a labour of love of ours and is taking on a life of its own. Jen and I are the entire organising committee We both have 51% voting rights, Mm -hmm. that maths checks out, which helps with getting things sorted. The adventurers will be most welcome both at the Punish and, of course, Bathurst Park Run. I guess we are founding EDs of both events. We both managed to complete our ACT Statesperson Challenge yesterday with a delightful rolling run at Coombs Park Run. The RD, Lara Bishop, was most welcoming, and the roos, rabbits, and ducks made the course along the Molongolo River a great mini-adventure. We followed up with the Great Volcanic Challenge today at Mount Cannibalus near Orange. Thanks again for the mention. The parkrun punish double is very popular, and we must talk more to make the weekend even more parkrun adventurer friendly. Take care, Stephen and Jen.
0: How about that? I'm getting excited about this weekend. (laughs) Ha-ha. But also um, they sent some photos. So there were some lovely photos, one very good one of Stephen and Jen uh, in the Coombs Park Run selfie frame.
1: Yes, that they did. So congratulations on the achievement. ACT status there for you both. These guys don't waste time.
0: I managed to inadvertently give you the two emails to read that had a couple of difficult words. (laughs) Whoops. Go me. (laughs) (laughs) You did very well,
1: Ollie. I'm owning the pronunciation, Mel. Yeah. I'm taking your advice. Just own it. Yep. But thank you to everyone that got in touch. And other
0: people that got in touch were those that joined us at Dazz's. Yes.
1: So at Dazzers, we did have the theme saying, with yesterday being National Ride to School Day, it got us thinking about how you got to Parkrun this morning. Did you ride, walk, drive or catch public transport? Maybe you carpool on your adventures. Do you incorporate other forms of exercise into your parkrun morning? Let us know all the things. And you've got the first one. I do. And we <laughs> heard from Michael Charlton out touristing. He said, Morning, Dazza. Drove to Grafton Parkrun for a soggy jog. Now a change of shoes and two chat chappuccinos (laughs) chappuccinos (laughs) two chappuccinos to go sorry michael i butchered it (laughs) Um, but great effort there and i trust the uh the shoes have dried by now
0: he is also a panorama punish enthusiast
1: yeah we, we look forward to seeing michael there
0: our new zealand contributor for this week is brett bailey hello dazza We're back. Five of us drove 10 kilometres to Pegasus on a stunning morning to be finally back at Parkrun after a two-month enforced break. Tanya, Brett Nathan, Brunner and newbie cousin Paul visiting from Auckland for his first sample of Parkrun. Runner was very excited to be back to see his friends and foes and even got to say hello to a greyhound, his most favourite breed of dog. <laughs> and uh, a photo there of one happy bark runner and his park runners in front of the park run flag. Welcome back, New
1: Zealand. Woohoo! Well, more of New Zealand. More of New Zealand. That's right. Great news. Continuing the highlights, mm. uh, with a lot of likes this week, understandably so, Mr. Simon Mackley. An 800-meter walk to the start this morning. Main Beach was the place that I could finally do the thing that's been very COVID-delayed. My 250, surrounded by friends and family. I'm so grateful to those who travelled from near and far to celebrate with me. What a beautiful day.
0: I do believe there was a contingent of dirty cheaters that surprised
1: Simon. Great work.
0: Somebody else who surprised Simon, Chris Fraser, who comes under the banner of joint most likes and also taking part in a frond. An airline had a good go at cancelling my adventure, but I made it to Main Beach, no sign of forecast thunderstorms, and witnessed the Quizmaster's 250th park run. Main Beach is a nice course, mostly trail, constant undulations. Zero stars, however, because I was bitten by an (laughs) ant. (laughs) <laughs> and the adjacent pavilion doesn't have sausage rolls. So oh. I'll have a ham and cheese croissant with banana milkshake, please. As Chico enters the room. And <laughs> Chris shared a selfie of himself with Simon in his cheater ears, plus photos showing the sights of the morning across. I can't read that.
1: The course, the beach and the <laughs> parkrun <you>. excitement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my no. goodness.
1: Thank you, Chris. Another achievement out there was Joanne Blackbird and she said, I caught three trains and they all connected, thank goodness. To get to Williamstown this morning, I did Cyril Curtin and became a pirate. So stoked. (laughs) Congratulations, Joanne. Our volley this week
0: at his home park run, Andrew Turner, I was at home at Maribyrnong, so ran the four kilometres to the start. It turned out to be the perfect warm-up leading to a 5k PB. That was followed up by some funnel managing, which was my 50th volunteer occasion. Aha! Well done, Andrew. All the things. Yes. And good on you for getting a PB. But not good on you for posting a photo of a reversed flag that will upset some that shall remain nameless.
1: Yeah, you're referring to artistic director?
0: (laughs) Thing about parkrun flags being the wrong way around.
1: <laughs> but it did have some light, some nice sunlight, so I thought that was a, a highly redeeming factor. Absolutely. Carol Pryle had another achievement and had to say, I don't drive, so today I got a taxi to my home parkrun, Hamilton where I was lucky and surprised to get my last stopwatch bingo number after 234 runs.
0: Oh, well done, Carol. It's a big week. That impresses me. Yes. Because I'm still trying to get mine. Anyway, this week, our cryptic clue from our mysterious Steve's bike Hello Dazza Bit of a journey to parkrun from home this morning So no bike for me Today, I went to an Alice Rival with a windmill Happy Mm. parkrun day everyone Mm. A windmill
1: I've got no idea Obviously haven't done enough Victorian (laughs) parkruns
0: How many have you done, Ollie? One (laughs) (laughs) And which one? Uh the Wang, oh yes, oh I always should remember that, and I always ask you, I should remember because you were there with
1: Paul and Zoe. That's right, that's right, but it's understandable that you would forget it since you weren't there. The Wang, <laughs> yes, that's Wangaratta Park Run for those uh, unfamiliar with the uh, the colloquialism. <laughs> Moving swiftly along, uh, another person not park running this week. After we heard from Tracy earlier on volunteering, uh, so Lyndall, our very own legendary Lyndall shared with us that I drove for an hour or so, parked my car as directed by some orange-clad volunteers, and then got on a shuttle bus and ended up at a brewery. No park run in sight. But there was a trail run, so I did that instead.
0: And a little thumbs up emoji at the end of that one. Well done, <laughs> Linda. I had to look up this trail event that Lyndall had done, because I did wonder if she was in Victoria. We also had a very well-known trail event occurring on Saturday morning that also occurs at a brewery, which is the Sharpies Beer Run. And I thought, don't tell me Lyndall's in Victoria. (laughs) But it was not to be.
1: No, but not a bad one to go to. I have to look it up.
0: We also heard from Renee Jackson, a.k.a. Abby's mum. A late check-in for me today. Skipping the cafe and heading straight to happy hour with a nice cold beer, not an IPA. <coughs> I attended Wyndham vale this morning by car. It's close enough. I should probably run there though. Had a great run today too. My first sub 30 in over two years. And after playing a footy practice match yesterday. Happy park run day to all. Nice work. Renee is kicking goals. Well, not yes. literally not literally at footy, but uh, I...
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe.
0: I did spend time with her today, and I know she pulled up really sore after her footy match. So, kudos to you for pulling out a sub-30.
1: Bit jealous. Yes. All right. Well, that sounds like she just needs to, to keep soldiering on. That's, that's what's working. Mm. And Mel... From over in the UK, we heard from Christine Imbert. I carpooled with friends and we spent Thursday and Friday night in Leeds before running Woodhouse Moor Park Run. Woodhouse Moor was the fourth parkrun to start, and the first parkrun outside of London. I've now run nine of the first ten parkruns, and Christine did share a photo of the crew with the Woodhouse Moor parkrun sign.
0: We've got a Nicola forward theme running through our pod today because we can't think of Woodhouse Moor without thinking of Nicola and Leeds, 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 Leeds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's it. That's it for Dazers. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Um, And a shout-out to all of the other modes of transport that were mentioned. I had a great time um, seeing the achievements and, uh, yeah, a few other modes in there.
0: You know, you mentioned before, Ollie, that you probably had a shorter commute to parkrun than I did. You know what we should do? We should actually uh, work out by car who's closer to their parkrun. Okay. We could have a challenge. We could ride our bikes to
1: parkrun or we could rollerblade. Am I allowed to go in the back gate?
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, mm. now you're changing the rules. Uh,
1: okay, so we, we must follow a public road. How about that? Or yes, a public footpath that leads yes. to the start finish area. Yes. Yeah, that would be fair.
0: Because as the crow flies, if I scrambled down the creek, I could probably get to the two kilometre mark within a hundred kilometres of home. A hundred kilometres. A hundred metres. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, right. <laughs> Well, yes, yeah, as the crow flies, uh, I'm a bit further. Hmm. Not much. But I digress. Yes. Ah, oh, where's that envelope?
0: Oh, yes. So, um, have I got it? I might have it today. I think I've got it.
1: Oh, that explains it.
0: I think it was left. I found it here. Hang on. I'm looking in my tray. Yep, I've got it.
1: Oh, good. Whew. Okay, uh, Mel, well, you're going to have to do the opening this week for our Obi winner. So, um, who is it? Yep, okay, I'm, I'm opening
0: The winner is Stephen and Jen from our uh, emails. So there's uh, there's a curveball. Yes. It wasn't a Daz's participant this week. It was one of our uh, email correspondents.
1: Oh, well, look, they they did achieve their statesmanship and share some lovely pictures. It was lovely to hear from them. So congratulations, Stephen and Jen. I really am curious. Who puts those envelopes together with the results?
0: Maybe it's the new person in the office.
1: Yes. Yeah, we, we need to, um, we really must introduce ourselves.
0: Yes, I have spotted somebody out uh, new mm. wandering around the corridors. So yeah, more about that probably in weeks to come.
1: Oh, but that was a lot of parkrun adventuring, uh, <laughs> vicariously. Thank you, everyone, mm-hmm. for these two home parkrunners this week. I think it's time now to hear a little more about the parkrun world and throw to our informant, shall we, Mel? hmm
6: This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected. And may differ from the statue read elsewhere.
7: Hey, who's that lady in the kitchen?
6: You're late.
7: Whatever. Who is it? Who? The lady that's in the kitchen.
6: I don't know. Mel, probably.
7: I know who Mel is. It's someone else. She was in the fridge and she's going to chuck out anything without a name on it. I told her you would crack it if she tossed your yoghurt. Ha <laughs> Down to business. Last week, there were three junior park runs. 225 juniors participated and 32 of those were first-timers. 61 got a PB. Astrid Little, Kian Dillon, Effie Murphy, Frankie Stewart, Noah Carnell all scored their half-marathon wristband for 11 runs. Adam Anthony, Eva Hurley, Lucy Drummond, Tom Carey, William Drummond scored marathon wristbands for 21 runs. Well, good on yous. In the 5K events, there were 423 runs held down under, which is up 27 on last week. 394 of those were in Australia and 29 in New Zealand. This was out of 1,679 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance is up 671, to 36,377. 200,073 ran worldwide. There were nine launches: Gerardale Heritage in WA and Warrandyte River Reserve in Victoria. They were joined by two in South Africa, two in the United Kingdom and one in Germany, Poland and Ireland. Down under we had 4,868 PBs while 1,458 people participated for the first time. 95 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 149 people reached their 50 milestone, 105 reached their 100 milestone, and a post-COVID record 31 people reached their 250 milestone. 15 people called bingo. Joshua Hugo was quickest with 142 runs, while Adam Shannon was slowest on 362. There were three New States people, all from the ACT. Stephen Jackson, Jennifer Arnold and Bianca Keane. Ah, welcome back. Glad you could join us. Not very professional.
6: Get on with it.
7: In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events, Irene Bomacanti debuts into the chart at Eagle 20 on 142 different events. On the overall list, the biggest movers were six people who moved up nine in the rankings. Marilyn McCann, Bradley McCann, Sandy Delamere. Lynette Pritchard, Nadine Crawford, and Caro Voss. 112 people lifted their Windex this week. The biggest Windexer was Cynthia
6: Cliff. Stop. It's the Wilson Index.
7: No, it's not. Look, Cynthia Cliff.
6: The challenge is called Wilson Index.
7: Huh? The challenge is trying to figure out what on earth you're banging on about, mate. Look, Cynthia Cliff up 52 to 75. And what have you done to the adventurer list? It's not coming up on the screen.
6: You've got the cursor in the wrong spot.
7: Oh, I see. Just, just get rid of this bit here. Um, no. Move that to there. Don't save it. Oops. So, h- how do I get that back?
6: You're on your own.
7: Hmm. Well, this has been the informant in my spreadsheet. Well, it's missing your
0: tab. Getting back to some normality, Ollie, with our informants in the office again. After that mishap with the leave, what happened there? <laughs>
1: um, whoops. Uh, I guess it's it's time I come clean, Mel, um, a- and admit that whilst I do love a spreadsheet, I don't actually keep much in a spreadsheet and it's all just of a whole bunch of Post-it notes. Right. <laughs> so inevitably things get mixed up a little bit now and then okay Um, I'll, I'll try and improve my spreadsheeting game because uh, it, it really is uh, starting to uh, starting to have an impact. Maybe
0: we need both our signatures on the leave application.
1: <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Oh, and, and, yeah, I guess, yeah, a- imagine the possibilities. If I actually maintained a decent spreadsheet, I might actually plan some adventures too. So.
0: Time to clean up that desk, Ollie. It's getting a bit um, beyond a joke, a bit messy. I think
1: so. Mm. Yeah, I need a, a much better performance than that. Oh, and, and, Mel, speaking of a better performance, one thing I didn't mention in Daz's was an excellent performance. We got Steve's run director brief in verse. So thank you to Val. I failed to mention that. Um, but uh, well done, Steve, on another run directorship. And um, yes, some poetry. Doing very well down there at Port Sorrel. Mm-hmm, That's right. And what else is doing well, Mel? Something
0: else that's doing really well, Ollie, is the Adventurers Club. <laughs> <laughs> We are up to 148 members and 124 members took part this last Saturday at 75 different locations. We had 10 events in the UK, Woodhouse Moor, Southampton, Rotherham, Rushmore, Cheadle Hume, Windletter Forest, Clapham Common, Brooklands, Frickley Country and Stories Field. We had four events this week in New Zealand. Pegasus, Greytown Woodside Trail, Hobsonville Point and Owairaka and one event in the USA which was Joe Creason. Locally there were adventurers at 25 Victorian events, 13 New South Wales events, 12 Queensland events, 3 WA, 3 SA, 3 ACT and 1 Tasmanian. So a n- nice sweep of the board there, Ollie. Victoria's still on top, of course, showing our superiority, um, and spacing <laughs> NT.
1: <laughs> Seamless, yes. You, uh, you Victorians know how to spread across the park runs, don't you?
0: Jeez. And we had the most uh, members at a at a front. You did with seven mm. at the launch. Last week mm-hmm. of Warrandite River Reserve Parkrun.
1: Yes. So big numbers, big numbers. And uh, thank you, everyone, for jumping on and, and taking the Adventurers Club uh, along with you. Only 60
0: more to go till we might get onto the Australian Most Members Club Report. Most events, most members list. Biggest clubs list. What's it called? Oh, I said I wasn't going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Does the number
1: change? Does, does the bar change?
0: I don't Do know. people lift it? <laughs> I guess. Um, I don't know what the criteria is. I just think I looked initially mm. to see the list and the group at the bottom of the list had 210 roughly. So I set that as the benchmark. Thought if we equaled them we would also make the list.
1: Solid logic. <laughs> Very solid logic.
0: I'd hate to get there. After all this time, like the best part of a year probably by the time we achieve it and uh, we don't make the list, that would
4: be. <laughs> be a anticlimax.
0: Um,
1: anti-climax?
0: Yes, that one.
1: Disappointment?
0: Yeah, anti-climax. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I'm sure we won't be disappointed. Each week lifts us higher. So thank you, everyone.
0: It does. We've actually gone up just two more people today. It always jumps a little bit after I post the Consolidated Club report on our Facebook page.
1: And again, fantastic to see all the calls out for the volunteers of the world keeping things ticking as well. So keep it coming, everyone.
0: So I've just looked it up, Ollie. It is actually on the Parkrun Australia main page. It's Biggest Clubs, which is under
1: the heading of the results and uh, interestingly, I see one there with 198.
0: Actually, under the results, it says largest clubs. And when you click on that, it says biggest.
1: Hmm. That's okay. I'd use them interchangeably.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Ollie, perhaps previously Deadly Runners was the last one on the list with 210, but now Running Mums is appearing with 198. Mm. So, we're closer than we think.
1: That's exciting. Do we need to change the target?
0: No, 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 no. We'll leave it at 210, I think.
1: Let's keep it going,
0: because then we won't be at the bottom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
3: right. Yeah.
1: So look, we we look forward to seeing everyone else's adventures over the coming weeks. Oh, over next week in particular. Needless to say. Uh, so let's let's see if we can spread across even more events. Hmm. But Mel, I suppose that's about it for the podcast this week. Would you say?
0: I've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> I'll be honest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all right. We'll be back next week with plenty more, I'm sure.
0: We can take requests.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Drop it in the episode post. Let us know what else you want to hear about or what you want to add. But in the meantime, as always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures.
4: yourself at home, hey? Mmm. Well, this is nothing like home. What's the story with this desk? What a mess. Who needs so many post-it notes? Oh. Oh, this, oh, this desk's a bit better, isn't it? Oh, I do like all the matchy-matchy desk organiser stuff, but where's the cup holder full of screwdrivers? That's weird. Oh. oh, no, this desk looks more like me. I mm, wonder if I can move this person on. Look, personal bar fridge, comfy leather chair, ah, somewhere to put my feet up. Hmm. Oh, I see. The informant has switched all the IPAs for craft beer. Who's he trying to impress? I think I'm going to like it around here.